0: Me and my friend, take his fat Hey, yo, 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 mic check. One, two, episode, man, if I ever needed you to help me with an episode number. 243 (laughs) episode 243 serious rap shit podcast i'm john your host i'm josh your other host yeah we
1: we about to get it in what's going on josh um nothing bro enjoying i saw i saw a, a meme and i was like i couldn't relate to it more it was like i'm 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 now a strike hoe like I'm, I'm all about people striking. Any strike, like I, you with it? Yeah, any strike, <laughs> bro. I'm with it. I'm like, I'm low key kind of mad that UPS may not go on a strike. I just want to cripple. I want people like I'm glad because they're going It looks like they may get their contract. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It looks like they may get their contract. And I and I'm you know, I'm not well versed enough in in the whole activity to know like if this contract that was like put out there is acceptable to the, to the base or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um but part of me wanted them to go on strike simply to just be just so people understand the power you have as a labor movement.
0: Yeah. I think people are looking around and they're like, "Wait, is this what they did in the forties and the thirties? Like just, yeah. just withhold labor and then we get stuff.
1: Yeah, I think people are, are understanding that. I I explained it because my son has a union job now, and like I think September he's officially part of the union. Yeah. He'll be there like his three his ninety days or whatever, mm-hmm. so he can officially join the union. And I was explaining to him because we were talking about union stuff like, about his job, because we were talking about, like, his benefits, and I was like, I was like, yo, man, like, you're gonna get, like, guaranteed vacation time, like, there's all this shit that you'll be able to get because you're, like, you have a union, and, like, we're talking about stuff, and he's like, I said, I was like, yeah, you know, like, UPS is about to go on strike, and he was like, yeah, he was like, they ain't never gonna get that money, though, I was like, oh, no, you're wrong, son, I was like, because I was like, there was a video going around of a driver who was, like, People are saying we shouldn't strike. We make 40 some dollars an hour. He was like, you know why I make 40 some dollars an hour? Because I got a union. Uh-huh. He was like, we're not striking for us. We have a guaranteed raise already in the contract. Right. He said, we're striking for our part-time workers. Mm. And, and I was explaining that to my son. And I was like, think of it this way, son. I was like, you know, like the actors are out on strike right now. And the writers, he was like, yeah. And I was like, you know why they're going to get what they want? So because you can't do shit without writers or actors like don't matter what these studios do, you have no manpower to make the things. So I was explaining I was using the actors and writers strike as well as the UPS strike to explain to him the idea of um, solidarity and unionship and how you actually do get the money And you had, I was like, you got to understand, like, you provide, like, the guy who runs your company can't run your company without you. Right. Like, you provide the labor, you provide the manpower to actually do the job every day. Yeah, you're the one who brings the value to the job. And he was like, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, exactly. And it was like, it's why, like, a strike like the writers and actors strike. Is so important because it's it's the most visible union shit besides like athletes. It's the most visual, visible union shit that like people can see that disrupts them, but doesn't disrupt them as much as like when the train, when the like the bus drivers go on strike and then they get upset because they're like, "Well, I'm losing money because I can't go to my job." Yeah, that shit
0: turns. The working class against, you know, the the striking, like, bus workers. We've seen it here in Philly, you know. Oh, yeah. SEPTA
1: was good for a strike. Whenever (laughs) SEPTA
0: would strike or would threaten a strike, the workers, people who work in offices and work at the mall and shit like that, they would all get mad at the workers. But I'm like, fam, you gotta, because if you don't have organized labor and organized labor that's willing to withhold labor and strike these motherfuckers will, will run rampant. <laughs> we seen huh? the country that we live in now where worker rights have been rolled back, where uh, and even civil rights and, and political mm-hmm. rights have been rolled back, and wages have been stagnant for decades. That's There's a direct correlation between that and the decrease in the power of unions. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's not a surprise that as unions get weaker in this country, oh damn, now everybody can't afford rent. The wealth gap
1: continues to grow. Like You know what I'm saying? It it's the shit's I, related. We got we got so pumped. Yeah, you know, one thing I would love to do, man, is look into like the propaganda of everyday television that me and you got in like this eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Of anti union, um anti it was definitely like in I mean the socialist shit goes back a lot longer than even when we were alive, the anti socialist propaganda. Yeah. But um like I remember seeing like dude, the craziest thing is the EPA is like the bad guy in Ghostbusters, like federal mm-hmm. agencies are like the bad guy. <laughs> in regulatory 80s bodies, movies. Yeah. yeah. Um but like we got so much anti, like I sit there and go, the idea of labor, of like unions I had as a kid was like people was the idea we got sold on TV of people being like, I'm on lunch break because I got a union, yeah, and shit like that. It's lazy. Where it was like these, yeah, these yeah, yeah. negative stereotypes of like, oh, well you're a union worker, you're lazy. You, union workers were lazy. It's like. Where did people get that from? Like, of like, course... that had to come from prop.
0: Yeah, of course corporate media would have that yeah. kind of messaging. Somebody... I'm gonna find this article for you. Somebody wrote an article about uh, union messaging in The Simpsons and how it evolved, uh, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the duration of that show. Because you remember the one strike episode where uh, Lisa shows up to the strike and and she's playing guitar, she's singing and she says they have the plant but we have the power. We have the power you know what yeah. I'm saying? And the premise of uh the article is that as the Simpsons went on, the union propaganda turned from positive, you know, pro- propaganda about the union to negative. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna find that shit. I just saw it uh about a week or so ago on the timeline. I'm gonna right. find it and send that shit to
1: you. Dude, it's crazy, man. Like I I think about like the amount of I I, because I I think it's so easy to look at other countries and be like, oh, they're so propagandized like, you know, we always got told that shit like, oh, the, the USSR gets all this propaganda about how bad America is and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like you'll see that now, where you'll see like this negative view of China all the time uh-huh. in in like especially in U.S. media, and they're like, oh well, you they 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 burn more coal than anybody else, but they've also been in they've also they have the hardest like the the amount of money that they've put into uh, renewable like energy resources dwarfs. Anything America, like all the, you know, this whole Biden economic plan where they're going to do this for the, 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 the the put so much money into fucking like renewable shit. China has completely dwarfed that shit. Right. China China wants to be completely renewable by 2030. Right. And the only reason I know that shit is because I watch like videos because they got, they still, they'll sell like Chinese electric cars in Europe but they don't sell them here because mm. you know they don't want you know the shit with China. Yeah. But will sell them in Europe. And like so then they had like the European like car video joints have people who live in China who report on Chinese electric vehicles. Right. And then they talk about like oh like they're doing this. They have the infrastructure. They're, they're putting they're putting in chargers everywhere. Public charging, blah, blah blah blah. All this infrastructure that they're building. And in America it's like yeah, but like they don't, but they don't teach. Uh, they don't talk about Tiananmen Square in in <laughs> like Chinese. It's just like, okay, we they just passed a law for education in Florida that said like slaves got benefits yeah. from be, like, being yo, enslaved.
0: They learn how to be <laughs> blacksmiths and shit, which is insane. As if uh, West Africans weren't doing that kind of stuff and doing no one there was iron no working th- and shit, but you know.
1: D- Insane. There's literary statues in like the British Museum that are thousands of years older than the United States. Like yeah. they didn't know how to weddle work. Like
0: yeah. finding fucking uh what's the uh foundries and shit. Yeah, like come on. Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And,
1: and it's it's such a like it's such an insult to us as like smart people to be like America doesn't propagandize to <laughs> it's like all we got fed was propaganda. Yeah. Especially in the eighties, man. Like that was all propaganda. Everything we got was propaganda in the eighties.
0: Yeah. Anti USSR stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you know anti uh like Iranian stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's you know Americans culturally uh like to believe that you know we're we're individualistic and and free thinkers and all of this stuff but it's kind of like a fish that doesn't know it's in a bowl you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying we can see that because because absolutely uh governments around the world propagandize and you know deceive uh their constituents like that's yeah that's the nature of the state. But Americans see this happening everywhere else and think (laughs) that we're unaffected by it.
1: America doesn't
0: do that. Not us. Nah. And I think largely uh, white Americans tend to hold that view. Mm -hmm. Non-white people in this country are generally skeptical of this shit. And I think that that's why... Uh, I think that this like right-wing thing, and we'll, we, we're going to talk a little bit abo- uh, about that uh, more uh, in this episode, but I think that this uh, acceptance of right-wing propaganda that you're seeing amongst black men in particular, I think that that stuff takes root because as a demographic, we're naturally skeptical because... <laughs> the government and like uh, you know uh authorities have lied to us so much so you know you have a demographic that's been lied to uh and is and is naturally skeptical then along comes this right wing propaganda stuff you know mm-hmm. that that uh has a world view and has uh answers, quote unquote, and like explanations for things. I think that's why a lot of uh black men in particular get caught up in like this right-wing YouTube uh uh propaganda type shit, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a base level skepticism mm-hmm. that that pushes them away from like the official narrative, quote unquote.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's also um, that plays into that. I think there's the aspect of, um, there's a lot like when you do like deep reading and like studying of like socioeconomic things and uh, about racism, period, about like the proximity to whiteness, right? Mm. I think there is a proximity to, uh, patriarchal power that, um, white supremacy is using to then rope in non-whites yeah yeah um and go like well see like you're losing power feminism is taking something away from you and in a world that is like in an echo you know in our societal structure that is like Uh, Capitalism breeds loneliness and Mm. sadness and fear and depression. And like, people want something to blame. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very easy to, when you get, when you start giving them something to blame, you give people something to blame, they are going to then like look to those things as opposed to. Like we're also just like not taught to talk about like class um, ideology and class solidarity, and um, I forget what they. I forget who it was. It was one of those super rich people in like the early 1900s. One of the like you know, it wasn't Rockefeller. It was one of them dudes though, Um, and like the prosperity of like. Uh, of wealth and like how it was like their responsibility to decide who gets money and all mm-hmm. that kind of like every aspect of your life is take all that control was taken out of your hands in our society. Yeah. People can't afford to buy homes. People can't afford to, uh, you know, retirement is like out of like our generation. There's nobody in our generation really who's looking at unless they have like extraordinary circumstances are looking at themselves right now at like late thirties, early forties going like in 30 years, I can retire. Yeah. Yeah. The overwhelming majority
0: are thinking like, all right, I'm going to just work until, until my body literally
1: can't. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then Uh, I'll I'll just take my chances.
1: Yeah. Like our, our generation, like millennials, and uh, Gen Z and all that. Shit. Everybody after us, it's like, well, like I'm assuming the sun's gonna explode before I get <laughs> old enough to retire, right? So right. I'll just like wait on that. Yeah, like we're we're literally going like, well, there could be like ecological disasters before we're in our 70s. So, like, I Man. will probably have to worry about retirement. That's the retirement plan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, maybe, um, like, I'll jump in, like, the boiling ocean.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, a fucking,
0: like a fucking crab. <laughs> It'll boil me alive. And that'll be my Dude, saw, retirement plan.
1: I saw... So, Phoenix has just passed um, Philadelphia as the fifth largest city in the world. Oh, wow. Because... Um, it was like Arizona's like had like the biggest influx of population in like the last 20 years. Um, I also saw a report that said Phoenix, well, uh, Arizona, I think as a whole, would be unlivable by 2050. Jesus. Due to the heat. Due to the heat. Yeah. Wow. Due to like just the change in weather and like it's just going to be so, in, uh, like it's going to be so bad that we'll just, you couldn't live there. Jesus. Wow. And it's like. And we're still there's people that are still debating these things. And it's just like, I don't have the energy for it, bro. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, that ties us in. Uh, I want to bring up the, what we talked, what you mentioned earlier. Um, listen, man, Ice Cube was like one of my favorite MCs as a kid. Listen. The same. The same. And to watch what's happening. Now, we saw this over during the pandemic. Because he came out like severely, like as an anti-vaxer, <laughs> and like really, and listen, man, whatever, cube, like yeah, cool, like you, you know, America, KKK, like you know what I mean? America's most wanted. I feel it. Like I, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to the anti-vax thing. All right, man. And then, like, of course, that was still around the same time as the twenty twenty election as well. So, like, mm-hmm. there were pe- like he had like met with Trump or some shit like that, or Trump's representatives or something. Yeah. And people gave him shit then. But then, like, he's been kind of quiet the last couple years. But man, this past week, bro, he's has
0: he been on like a a tour of like right wing media I, I outlets. I,
1: so it he's apparently I guess like the big three is like. Back jumping again. And like Roy, did you see the the thing? Like Royce O'Neal, who used to play in the NBA, is playing in the big three mm. now. Did you see like he wrote in like Sharpie Trump one on like his head? What? No. Yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> I'll send the picture to you. <laughs> and apparently he's been on that way for a yeah. while. Like he's been like Royce O'Neal's been like a super right winger for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh I don't know if he's just promoting the big three, which just seems weird to be going on fucking Robert Kennedy's podcast, who just recently did a podcast with Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And said that, yeah, he believes that chemicals are being put in the water that make frogs trans. And (sighs) he said that he was. Yes. Yes. Wow. Why Um, is it always
0: frogs? I don't know. It's It's also like frog
1: shit. It's also like okay uh, like what kind of frogs cuz like there's not like one kind of frog like that's not how it works <laughs> Like also, there's different frogs How does a frog express transness
0: Don't don't get me started. <laughs> 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 bro. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: how uh, no. Uh it also came out last about? week that that Robert Kennedy said that COVID was uh um, a target uh, like a um a targeted bomb, like a targeted, yeah, like bio uh, yeah, a bio weapon, and and it was against black people and white people, but Jews and Chinese people were excluded from it. Jewish people not white? I, bro, I, listen, man, I.
0: What are we talking about? Like what?
1: And I guess I'm not white at all, considering I'm Jewish and indigenous. So I guess I'm not white at all. Like, I. so Bro,
0: somebody else <laughs> said uh, something similar to something that you said about uh, climate, that we're going to be debating this for however long. Yeah. I noticed that the right, in all of its different iterations, they have this way of engaging certain ideas where they just introduce utter nonsense into the discourse and then the rest of us rational humans spend a lot of time and energy debating this shit when it's it's shit that should be just dismissed outright i don't know if that's like a tactic to like wear other motherfuckers down i think so it's weird It's, it's weird like why are we even talking about this shit
1: yeah, I, I remember um, last week tonight did a, a thing on something like that. And they were just like, you know, like cable news will have like one scientist who believes in climate change and one scientist who doesn't. And like that's supposed to be the argument. But that's not the argument. Ninety nine percent of scientists believe in it. So it should be ninety nine scientists to one science make scientists making that argument. Yeah. Like there's not an argument. We're literally having. Uh, an argument about something that, like, by all scientific, understood scientific measurement is true. Right. Um, But so so, Cube has been making the rounds. He went on Robert Kennedy's podcast and talked about vaccines. And Robert Kennedy is a kook, so it doesn't matter. He's yeah. a vaccine kook. He's always been. I mean, like, he was big in, like, environmental shit for a very long time. Yeah. Um. And was like out was out in front of a lot of that stuff, suing like companies and all types of shit. Um. But he's apparently always been kind of like a vaccine skeptic and like is came out as full on. So then he goes, Ice Cube goes on Joe Rogan's podcast. And we all know what Joe Rogan has been doing for the last several years. No type time. And yeah, he's a platformer for nazis so like this is the platform he chooses to go on and then he goes on and then i see yesterday or it was either last today or last night ice cube did the tucker carlson x show whatever or twitter show whatever the yeah, thing yeah. is called at this point point. and he's like taking tucker carlson through like south central la do you
0: even be down there? I, mean, I don't know. Q, you know what I'm saying?
1: Do you even go down He does down there? say at one point, he's like, yeah, we can't get out the car. Like, I can't have folks see me with you. Blah, blah, blah. And oh like, shit, he said that? Yo. Yeah. Like, he's like,
0: listen, man, these around here know you a sucker. So I can't hop out with you, but you know, just, just look around out the window.
1: Yeah. What the fuck? And he's like talking to him about stuff. And like, but listen, man, Cube says like Cube's argument mm. I saw was that like, hey, man, like I've been with like Democrats for years and they never made no answers and blah, blah, blah. It's like so then you're actively going to somebody who's purposely setting you up to blame. Like what answers is Taco Carson going to give you?
0: None. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about this uh, earlier and it's something that um is related to what I was saying earlier about uh, the right wing kind of preying on uh, black folks' skepticism. Mm-hmm. I think that absolutely the Democratic Party is criminal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on, on a lot of levels. And doesn't give a fuck about black people. The answer is not the Republican Party. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? I think that in the absence of a truly left radical mass movement, mass political movement. And in the absence of a black leftist critique of both parties, motherfuckers think, Oh, well the Democrats ain't shit. Let me go see what the Republicans are talking about. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, years ago when, uh, there were more public uh, black leftist critiques of both parties. I'm talking about Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, The black Panther party. When you had that kind of uh, critique and analysis in uh, the popular discourse, motherfuckers could distance themselves and think, okay, you know, this side is our enemy. That side is our enemy. Motherfuckers don't have that now. So they see, you know, the last few decades of uh, black folks voting for Democrats and, you know, it them actively screwing us on a lot of levels. So they mm-hmm. think, oh, well, I'll go to the other side. But it's like there's another side that we could be building and cultivating. But motherfuckers is not looking at it like that.
1: Yeah, I think I I think this is a problem that inherently comes when you have a quote unquote two party system, which is essentially a uniparty system. One just has slightly better social issues. Mm-hmm. Um You I don't think like and I, I think what you say is the most Important part is that, like, I don't think Cube is coming from this from a super critical and analytical way of looking at things. Because if he was, you know, this is somebody who claims to, you know, who who Cube, like, says he studied, you know, the nation and he read the Panthers and, and Malcolm and all this kind of shit. Sometimes like, sometimes
0: you got to reread books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
1: sometimes you miss, straight up, sometimes maybe For, something was missing
0: in, in, in translation. Yeah, I'm that way. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to mm-hmm. revisit shit. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, I also, I also think, like, you know, I think about this, like, you know, when I was 30 years old, I don't, I, I didn't think exactly how I think now, right? Like, I, I obviously have evolved in the last 12 years. Um, I, Like, what I am now, it, it like, it, if you want to classify me in any kind of party, I'm a socialist. Yeah. But, honestly, I'm more of, like, what... Chase said where he's like I'm a revolutionary I don't you know what I mean I I think when you become ideological about anything about like a a specific party then you have to like well everything the party does I have to support I don't necessarily believe those things yeah I believe that like I'm for the people you know what I mean I I want like betterment for everybody I want betterment for the people period Um, also like I think there's an aspect of, like, Q's rich, man. And where, like... Something you said, I I wholeheartedly believe, because I've watched it as it happened as well, but, like, I, I you said this to me, I'm not sure, maybe, you probably read it somewhere or something, but you said this, and then I've watched it, and then, like, I've learned more about it. The idea that, like, money fucks people's heads up, man. Yeah. Like... Certain amounts of money can really fuck your because you literally have removed yourself from you, remove yourself from like everyday life essentially. You've yeah. barricaded yourself in a golden cage of money and you have no comprehension of like what normal life is. I don't think Q understands what normal life is at this point. He's probably worth over a hundred million dollars or yeah. some shit at this point. Your perspective like, is, is skewed yeah it gets it gets wrecked and like that's just that like what he's made so like i think his interests are very self like i i think he thinks what he's doing is for everybody but what he's really doing is for himself yeah the problem is like people will go like i, I think Tucker Carlson called him the greatest, one of the greatest uh, um, black leaders or something like that in our time.
0: Because he's the one that would come on your show.
1: Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) oh, okay. Like they, and and it's very much the the idea, like, they like when people, like Colin Kaepernick, shut up, or LeBron, shut up and dribble, right? Yeah. But like no one's telling Ice Cube shut up and act yeah. because he's on, on the kick side. that they wanted. Yeah, when Ye was doing it, they it was hey Ye is it until Yay went like full crazy and they was just like yeah you know what nah, like we can't <laughs> you can't like when Alex Jones is like. You didn't mean that, though. You didn't mean you yeah, yeah. loved Hitler, though, right? Yeah. And he yeah. was like, no, I love Hitler. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, man. No, uh, like. no, nah, we can't get down with <laughs> yeah. When you run in right, when you're going right of Alex Jones, there's just like, there's nowhere to go with. It, yeah. Right? You lost
0: it. You lost
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. You lost the plot. Um, but. I think there definitely is an aspect of like Cube may think he's doing this for a bigger good.
0: He's doing it for himself. Yeah. He's
1: self interested in this.
0: And yeah, and Cube, you know, I you you talked about it in the beginning of this segment. Uh, you know, you said Cube was one of your favorite MCs. I adored Cube as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cube ain't no motherfucking black leader. You find me twelve motherfuckers that'll stand on a corner for Ice Cube. On some political yeah, yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe in LA. Shout out to LA. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this man... So a leader is somebody with a plan and an investment from the people. You know what I'm saying? Bunchy Carter was a leader. Huey P. Newton was a leader. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Fred Hampton was a leader. Asada Shakur is a leader. You know what I'm saying? Cube. Ain't nobody coming out for no Cube. And I don't even (laughs) think that. uh, I, you know, these right wing uh, folks like they they care about like celebrity and pushing their agenda. I don't even think that they think that Cube can move the needle in an election. And I said this last time when Cube was talking about presenting his plan, he had wrote up a plan for black America. I don't know who he even consulted activists on the ground or people, yeah, know, community yeah, exactly. workers on the ground. I don't even know who he worked with on this shit or if he even did work with anybody. But he had this plan that he was going to present to Trump. And I'm, I'm like, yo, I said this last time, I'm like, I don't even think Trump and them think that anybody's following cube it's just celebrity invisibility yes you know what i'm saying i don't even think that they think that uh you know they could steal votes away from the democratic party through ice cube i don't see it i don't know anybody even the most knucklehead motherfuckers that i know (laughs) you know what i'm saying that be into whatever i don't know nobody that's saying oh man if cubes say vote for Kennedy, I'm going to vote for Kennedy.
1: I I don't see yeah. it happening. Certainly not on a now, mass scale. That's what yeah, I you're right. So much of it is just like it's about um it, it's just about turning a face in a culture war and having mm. somebody else on their side to preach their message. And if they get people cool, if not, they have some, they have a face. Yeah. Like it's about having like face recognition and having people in the culture, because then you like then you sneak in little things, and they like you like. Honestly, that's what like Breitbart did um, years ago. That that's what their that's what their their plan was years ago. Just being like, um, culture is downstream from politics, mm. and so. If you can be in the culture, then you that's why that's why there's such a big push in right wing media for like the the Daily Wires and like the louder crowders and all that shit. Yeah. They're all just like they're all uh prop. They're all just agrop, like fucking astroturfed agrop. Right. Like they're just there to push agenda from they're all owned by like oil billionaires. Right. And so they're just and for them it's like it gets, you know, Cube a, a, a place to go like, oh, I can I, I, I can go on Fox News anytime, get like a contributor's fee and go in there and talk about shit. And like, I can still say what I want because like there is parts of the Tucker interview where he's like, it's not like he's necessarily always agreeing with Tucker about stuff. Right. But he just, it's like, you, what is, if Tucker Carlson wanted to sit down and interview me and you, right? Mm-hmm. My first thing I'm going to think about is, like, what's the value for him? Mm -hmm. Why are we there? Yeah. What am I? Why are you wanting to interview me? Because if I come on here and talk about what I want to talk about, you're not going to. Like, he doesn't get on there and, and he's not in that interview with Tucker talking about, like, the problems with, like, the structural racism that's involved in. Uh, LA like policing you know what I mean like no he's not doing that Tucker's not going to talk to him about the structural police issues of policing yeah. but like he'll get in there and talk about like he's watched LA and this was like just the whole thing I watched LA change in the last 30 years and it's like okay why? But <laughs> exactly like let's what talk happened? about why <laughs> like let's talk about the why and for the what and like as long as we're not doing that, I'm not I'm not gonna come on there just to platform your ideas. Yeah. I will come on to be like, hey, the reason why LA has been bad and it's had 30 years of democratic leadership is because there's no money in V Invested, there's no affordable housing. Money is being given to de- given to developers and, and they don't have to develop affordable housing. Housing cost is out of control. There's no <laughs> people can't afford to buy shit, people can't work. Half hey, your whole LA's whole fucking like, infrastructure is based on the entertainment industry, and you're literally watching ha- like more than half of your entertainment industry say they can't afford to fucking get – they don't have a living wage. Yeah. So like, that's the answer. But you don't want that answer. You just want me to say Democrats have not done the job for 30 years. Right. LA is so
0: different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But any – real uh that shit's a dog whistle too you know what i'm saying but it's like any real uh coherent analysis of why la is different or why new york is different brooklyn Mm -hmm. why philadelphia is different you know what i'm saying any city around the country you know we're talking about capitalism you know what i'm saying yeah but y'all aren't digging into that aspect of the conversation because
1: like you said they don't want to talk about that so i think that's the big thing um i think we should get ready to uh start wrapping up did you listen to anything new this week i
0: did i've been rocking with uh this cat casa overall and okay his album is called animals uh this shit is crazy <laughs> it's really absolutely crazy he's a, a drummer and an mc um a lot of his music uh fuses uh, hip-hop with like avant-garde jazz uh he has danny brown on this record going crazy uh a few other uh guest appearances on it and yeah it's just like a ill ill fucking record this is something that i would have been i'm into it now this is something i would have really been into when i was like 17 it would have blew my fucking face off i'd be like Yo, this is the craziest <laughs> shit ever made but yeah it's it's bugged out and it has, uh, it has like a, a texture to it, like sonically, but also like an emotional, uh, texture to it that's really not like anything else, uh, that's being made right now. A lot of people are playing around with jazz. A lot of people are playing around, mm-hmm. uh, with jazz and hip hop together. Uh, but this album, Animals, uh, by Casa Overall, it's, it's, one of the most unique records that I've heard this year. You know, what I mean, it's it's up there. If I have to, I had to make a list of like my favorite rap records of uh 2023 so far, he would he would be in there.
1: Where? Uh yeah, I'm gonna check that John out. It's fucking I'm weird, but it's dope. Out. Is it everywhere, or everywhere? On Bandcamp. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely gonna check that out. Um, I checked out. It's a single. I actually have the album, but it, the single for the homie S. West, um, yeah. his new single, Damn, uh, off the forthcoming album, I Love You Still. Um, he sent the album to me maybe like a month or two ago just to like, like, yo, man, I just want some ears on this. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I, I listened. Dude, the single is so dope. Talk very much of like, you know, it, it's in the, the idea of like, um uh, partner, romantic partner hit you up. So he's, basically it's like 4 a.m. in the morning, it's too early. Like mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Like and very but like the the single is so like cool, laid back and like but like very much like very vibey and like just really fluid-sounding. The album is so dope. I can't wait for folks to hear it. Mm. It should be out. It may be out. Um, this will be a video. So this, this it, the album may be out by the time the video is out. By the time the podcast comes out, it'll probably be the next week. What? Um, But the single is out right now called Damn. It's so dope. Um, folks should check it out. I also um as an aside i listened to uh, it just i think it just got re-released on like streaming hmm. um, the artist Sonny jim who i've talked about before yeah um his project mud in, mud, in a, mud in my malbec is out um it just got re-released from like 2016 though it's uh-huh. like an older project um, but so good and it has hemes on it uh West Side Gun is on there. Um Quelly Chris is on there. Mm. Like uh it's got a bunch of people on there. Like it's a really good project. Yeah. Um so folks should check that out too. But it's older. But yeah, uh damn by S West and you said Casa Overall Animals, right? Yeah, yeah. Casa Overall Animals. But yo, check those projects out. Um and besides that, we'll be back next week or sometime uh we'll be back again soon uh make sure you check us out on the socials uh we're at serious rap shit um you're at john underscore liberator i am now i changed my uh avi on everything or not my avi but like i changed my my handle on everything it's now jl underscore ccm on all the socials um follow us everywhere uh we're we'll be there. I don't know what socials will be available in the next <laughs> month but like <laughs> we to we'll find on. something, yeah. Yes. We are we all going to be back on Black Planet.
0: <laughs> <Say>. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um uh, also you can find us at Serious Rap Shit Vivo. We are almost at 1 million views total on the channel, which is so fucking Amazing to me, bro. Yeah. Like I can't believe we just had our one of the videos a little while back just did forty five thousand views, which is just like it's a five minute video. Me and you talking about hip hop. Like I can't Shit. believe 45,000 people watch like that. We must um, we must have
0: been saying something uh, righteous about like queer or trans people. Yes, and we, we must yes. be getting hate views.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I know we be getting um, them shits. Oh yeah, we've got a cut. We've just <there's laughs> been comments and everything. Uh, but I love it. I love the interaction. I don't give a fuck. People hate us. Cool. Listen, man, I ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? I don't want to listen to Tucker Carlson, but people do want to listen to him. <laughs> right. I'm not saying you're in his camp if you don't want to listen to us. I'm just saying. You might be. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Check us out. Serious Rapship Vivo. Make sure you subscribe and like. There's always new stuff coming up there. Um. Uh. We are. There's some shit that's exclusive up there, like just there. So if you fuck with the podcast, you'll love that channel because there's stuff that's there that is nowhere else. So check it out. Um, besides that, we'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my
0: friend take his back to you.